Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Roast. This is Joe and Kelly with Cabin Coffee. And today we have Kristen from Big Brothers and Big Sisters here with us to talk a little bit about what you do and your organization. Um, now, coming into the holidays, do you have a lot of people, a lot of things that you do for the holidays with Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Yeah, so holiday season um, for our matches, meaning our bigs and our littles that are in a relationship with each other, a mentoring relationship. We have um, usually an activity at the end of November, early December, where they come together um, and they're making ornaments for our donors. Um, so it's a way to give back. Um, they have opportunity to come to our office and hang out with other matches too. So it's really, really fun to see them working on projects together and, and meeting other people. So how many kids do you have enrolled in your program? So it fluctuates um, depending kind of on, on situations, but generally speaking, we're sitting at about 150 matches right now. Um, we serve a five county area so, and then there's many more on our wait list too. So most of those situations um, are happening due to um, location of where they are or just the need for mentors in those areas. Um, but they're invited to all of our, our activities too. So they, they don't have um, a loss of connection with our agency. We invite those kids that are waiting to, to be part of our, our programming, our big little events. Five counties, that's quite big. Mm -hmm. Now, where does that extend to? Help me out with so kind Eau of... Eau Claire, yep. Dunn, Chippewa, Pierce, and St. Croix. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that goes all the way to the river, basically. Yes. Yeah. And do you have multiple sites? So what happens is um, all of our mentoring is happening out in the community or in schools. So we have two different program options, community-based, where the child and the adult, the big and the little, are out meeting in the community. The, the volunteer, the big, goes and picks the child up um, wherever they're residing with a parent um, or guardian, and they're out doing things in the community. So they're going to movies, they're going bowling, they're going to the library, they're going to the local parks. Um, so that's happening in, in all of our five counties as well as what's called site-based. So they are meeting um, in their school settings. Um, so those those um, kids are receiving their mentoring right at school. They aren't leaving their building, anything like that. So the, the big is coming to see them at school, playing board games, going outside, um, eating lunch with them. So those are two of the program options that are happening in those five counties. And what's the goal as far as how many times would it be ideal to meet? Are you looking at once a month, once a week, or how often do people connect? Yeah, generally we say one hour a week. Um, that may look dif different for families. Um, there's all sorts of different family dynamics and situations going on for kids in our, in our bigs, but generally speaking, we say one hour a week. Um, that may look different. Some are meeting every other week for, for a longer period of time. Matches that have been with each other for quite a while, they can meet once a month and just pick up where they left off. Um, that relationship has really been developed to where they kind of just fall in. Um, there, a lot of our matches are in contact with each other throughout the week too. The older kids are texting, um, you know, with permission. We always make sure that safety is involved, but um, there's different ways that they're communicating too. 
But one, one hour a week, that's not a huge time commitment. I would think it'd be reasonable for... Yeah, so it, you'd be surprised at how long, um, you know, as soon as you have an hour done, you you barely blinked your eye, I think. So um, it isn't a huge time commitment. It is, you know, we also say like it is a commitment, mm-hmm. right? So the biggest thing that we're looking for is that consistency. A lot of our kids need that consistency. They've had opportunities or situations in their life where where that consistency hasn't been there, and we try to be one of those people for those kids. And I think you were telling me there's, you mentioned a wait list. Mm-hmm. And the wait list is um, a lot of young boys. Yes. So you're really yeah. looking for men. Yeah. No matter what, we're always looking for volunteers. But our biggest, biggest need really is men. Um, we have young boys who are out in our communities that really need that influence in their life. Um our boys will wait, you know, maybe even up to two years for a male mentor. Um, and so, you know, looking for men to kind of step up that one hour a week is important um, to to that child. And um, like you said, it isn't a huge commitment, but it is a commitment. Um, you know, I think sometimes men are a little bit fearful of what does that look like, but for them, it's really just hanging out, finding a time to meet with that boy. Um, and for our female bigs and littles, too, of like finding out what, what you enjoy to do together. And then it doesn't seem so awkward anymore <laughs> when you have common interests. And we, we match people off of their common interests, too. Mm-hmm. So it isn't um, as as scary as, as it needs to be or sounds like. We don't... Um, force any of our kids to be enrolled in our program they all want to be enrolled too and so for people to step up and and mentor these kids um, you'd be surprised at how much the bigs get back from that too and what would you say to uh, the males that uh, well I don't really have much to offer Um, you know I I live kind of a you know I go to work I do my life thing and I, I don't think I have enough of a you know, impact on people just in my day to day. So like, why, how can I be a positive influence to a kid? Mm -hmm. There's quite a few people who think that they don't have anything to offer. And that's totally not true. Um, You know, it's not always what you say to a child, it's how you are with them, um, how present you are for them. Some of our kids just need time. They don't care what you're doing with them. They just want that time and somebody to be theirs, just theirs alone to have that one-on-one time with somebody. So if you enjoy football, we have tons of football boys. (laughs) If you enjoy science, we have tons of science boys, Um, Legos, card games, anything like that. So if you like to toss a football around for 45 minutes to an hour, we have have a child on our wait list for you. Um, You know, it it doesn't take a lot to... um, have a child be interested in you. Um, they're looking for time, um, a relationship, and a safe space. So we don't expect any of our mentors to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And if they, if that person can make the commitment, show up for that child, that's a huge win for a child. Um, 
you know, men who say, well, I just do my day-to-day thing. You can include them in your day-to-day thing. Um, Some kids are just fine with running errands, going to the Y, going to the library, checking books out. So it doesn't have to be big, huge things. We say free or low cost activities. And we really try to provide some of those for our matches too, through some of our um, events that we do. Very nice. How long have you guys been around for now? 51 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> we just celebrated our 51st um, anniversary this this year. So last year was our big 50th. Um, it's changed over the years, of course. Um, it started as a kinsman program set up um, by Eau Claire County judge who said we have a lot of boys that are that um, are coming through this court system. And then it's just evolved over over time. I did not realize that's how it got started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So it's, we've been present in the Eau Claire area for 50 years. We've added on um, the St. Croix Valley area. So Pearson, St. Croix County. Um, and at one time we took over the Northwoods area. Um, so that was up north. Um, we don't have very many matches left there, but um, our territory does go all the way up to Ashland area. Wow. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's impressive. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get on the list uh, because they are looking for, you know, uh, volunteer, opportunity. volunteer opportunities, how yeah. would they go up and do that? Yeah, the biggest or the best way probably is to go on our website bbbsnw.org um, there's a, there's forms on there that you can fill out if you're interested in becoming a big um, or enrolling a child um, there are email addresses on there too if you're interested in other things besides mentoring it's not for everybody and we understand that but um, you know maybe you want to put together a team for bowl for kids sake that happens in the spring um, we're starting to rev up for that a little bit um, there's other opportunities to be involved, whether it's helping at some of those Bowl for Kids Sake shifts, um, helping with mailings, office things. Um, you know, if you have a need or, or want to um, volunteer with us, we definitely will find find you some way to be involved. That's great. Now, are you guys located downtown here in Eau Claire? We are. Still? Yeah. Yep. So we are located down at 424 Galloway. Okay. Um, and like I said, we serve Pierce and St. Croix counties from that office still. Um, we have have employees that go to go to St. Croix and Pierce County a couple times couple times a, a month, um, more if needed to interview kids or or volunteers. So just because we don't have a physical office there doesn't mean that we aren't present there. And you mentioned you go into the schools as well. So mm-hmm. the schools must be pretty supportive of your program. Absolutely. Yeah. We have um a couple schools that are actually um, doing what's called a high school big program. The high school students are mentoring elementary age kids. Um, we have what's called Bigs and Blue. Um, local police officers are mentoring children. So we have a Bigs and Blue program in Eau Claire as well as El Tuna. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been a real, um, really successful um, program for for those officers um, to be in the schools um, and then also for the students who maybe have had some law enforcement involvement in their lives to see 
um, law enforcement as as a mentor or or somebody that's a safe person so which i think is amazing um you know uh, my background is law enforcement so mm -hmm. it is a way um to you know give back to the community as, as you already do as a as an officer uh serving the community but it also puts you in a in allows you to have that one-on-one -on -one connection with people i think it's so yeah. important and it paints you know a lot of times officers get a bad rep you know f mm -hmm. it's a difficult job um, but it, this is one way for them to be able to, for these kids who've had law enforcement contact and it may not have been positive to start rebu rebuilding that relationship mm -hmm. and viewing them in a more positive light. So. Yeah, I would say that all of our kids that are um, matched with with an officer, they definitely see the officer as a person first and not their badge, right. mm -hmm. um, which is exciting to see, you know. Um, I think about one child who is matched with an officer and he he very much has respect for his officer title. <laughs> so um it, and it's it's great, you know, they're they're in the school system for doing doing things that um are beyond their role of mm -hmm. law enforcement. Um kids kids appreciate and respect them while they're there and um our kids are getting a lot of benefit from being being matched with an officer. Very cool. Now, what kind of, um, I'm assuming you have to go through some kind of background check to yep. be a big. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned safety. So it sounds mm -hmm. like, you know, the interactions are, um, I don't want to say monitored, but, you know, there's some kind of checks and balances in yep. place. Yep. Yeah. So for someone that has an interest in becoming a big they would need to know that we do do multi-level or multi-layer background checks um, we require them to have three personal references they have to do an interview as well as a training and then if they will be driving a child um, driver's license and car insurance as well so there's there's that piece of it um, and then once we do match them with a child based off of common interests um, you know, gifts that they have to provide for a child, meaning their talents and <laughs> and their personality traits and things like that, um, we do a monthly check-in with a match support specialist. So we want to talk to everybody involved in that match. Right. Um, it's not a long, intrusive process, but um, we just want people to know that we're here for them to solve some problems if there's problems occurring in their match um, but also more often than not we hear, hear really encouraging stories through the match support um, process that we have the biggest piece is safety obviously um, you know placing a child with with a volunteer that they don't know takes a while to build a relationship and so we're monitoring that relationship development too um, to make sure that everybody is feeling like this is this is a good fit um, and that they're having fun and being safe at the same time. And so well worth going through the process because mm -hmm. I can imagine the impact that it has on these kids mm -hmm. is significant. Yeah, every, you know, I wouldn't say every day, but very frequently we hear um, stories and match support of like how beneficial it has been. Kids are talking about what they've done um, with their with their big how excited they are to see them next 
um, parents and guardians and caregivers are sharing stories with us of how appreciative they are for those bigs to step up and be another person in that child's village. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I myself actually have been a, a big for 14 years and to watch um, my oldest um, child that I mentor graduate high school. I was there to see her at her graduation ceremony. She graduated from the technical college. She has a house. She has a partner and they're getting married. Um, and so to watch that and feel an innate sense of joy and pride that she is who she is, um, not because of me, but to be um, alongside her with, with everything she's gone through has been really great. So that's why I say Big's get a lot back to they don't think that they're going to when they maybe first go into it but then realizing like oh I'm really looking forward to seeing my little or I'm really excited about their accomplishments um is huge for 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 the process too so if you had one story like do you have a story a page, uh, I don't know without details of course because they don't want to give away a name mm -hmm. but do you have one story that you just sticks out as, um, you know, I can see the benefit. I, of mm -hmm. course, when we do something positive for other people, we just feel the sense of joy, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. and, and we get so much back from that. But I don't know, do you have one kid story to share about um, a transformation or some kind of... Mm -hmm. um, there's just been so many over the years. But, <laughs> you have probably a um, million stories. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad that we have those, right? Yeah. That's why we do what we do and why we continue to serve the kids that need us the most. Um, one recent story, I think, has been um, a very shy, closed-off child who really was struggling with going to school Um has had greater attendance because of of his big coming to see him um, he's opening up and sharing more um, the parent is very grateful for the fact that um, he's been encouraged his big has been encouraging him that it's okay to talk and it's okay to form a relationship um, and that's still evolving and so for a child to be seen and heard um, is huge um, for their sense of who they are um, and that there's no judgment there I think is is really important for kids um, when they feel comfortable and safe with a person that's when you start to see the transformation mm -hmm. and we really hope that all of our bigs are are those people for our littles that's great so men I'm calling you out <laughs> We need some volunteers. We need some bigs. Uh, as you can hear, it does not take a large commitment, and you don't have to have some sort of special skills or trait, or you know, just basically be attentive uh, to a child um, and give them your ear and uh, let them talk to you. And so we need some. You shouldn't be on the waiting list for two years. So we need to do something about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, anything else you'd like to share before we wrap things up um, or message that you'd like to give out there for the community? I think the biggest thing is don't be afraid to step up. Um, kids are waiting for you. You don't have to be perfect. Um, everybody has something to offer. Um, you know, even some of those those adults who think, well, I don't really have a lot of hobbies kids would be interested in, you'd be surprised. Um, 
there are times when you're like, oh, finally, the perfect fit for this kid has come along, you know, has come along. So, you know, we have kids that are interested in card games and chess. The amount of kids playing chess nowadays is really crazy to me. But um, These must be some smart kids. Because yeah. I don't think I was smart enough to play yeah. chess back then. Yeah. yeah. So, um you know, if you're if you're ever wondering if the time is right for you, just reach out to us. There's no pressure to go through our full process, but to get more information um, and see if it's the right fit for you. Um, you know, a kid waiting on our wait list might just be the perfect fit for you. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming in, Kristen. Thank you for representing Big Brothers Big Sisters today. Thank you. And um, to all those out there listening. They're calling for you. Get your butt out there and volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enjoy your day. Thanks again. Thank you.